Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm often asked about which apps and technology I use for different parts of my business and I kind of geek out over them. So today I wanted to share some of my favorite tools that I use pretty much daily. I'm going to leave out social media because let's be honest, that is a total given and instead focus on some of the solutions that really help make running my business simpler and quicker. Uh, But first, if you haven't already, We are running a first birthday giveaway and it's time for you to make sure you enter. So I want to say a huge thank you for supporting this podcast over the past year. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, the time has flown. And for telling your friends, for screenshotting and tagging me on your Instagram stories when you're listening and all of that. So I'm giving away a 12 month membership to my online program and coaching group, The Modern Marketing Collective, which is where I teach how to turn your social media into your superpower, create content that actually connects with your ideal customers and that they love. And at the end of the day, sell more of what you have to offer and make more money in your business. And also I've teamed up with the beautiful Kate from Afternoon Pick Me Up and we're throwing in there an entrepreneurial pick me up, which is a goodie box filled with all my pampering treats and delicious sweets from Afternoon Pick Me Up. So to enter, just make sure that you've left a written review on the Emily Osmond Show in Apple Podcasts. If you've already done that, amazing. You're already in the draw. To leave a review, just make sure that you're looking at the Emily Osmond Show in Apple Podcasts, which no doubt you might be doing right now. Scroll on down all of those episodes there until you see ratings and reviews. Click write a review and then make sure you include your business name or your Instagram handle so I actually know it's you if you win. And also, if you're in a country outside of Australia and do leave a review, I know we have listeners in 60 or so countries now, which is absolutely amazing. If you leave a review, please make sure you screenshot and tag me because sometimes I can only see the reviews left inside Australia, which is a bit of a shame. So please make sure you do that. The competition is running until midnight Australian Eastern Standard Time on the 27th of July, and I'll be announcing the winner who will be randomly drawn on this podcast and also on my social media. Plus, I'll get in touch with you if you want. So good luck. All right, how about we get into these tools that I use in my business pretty much on the daily. So number one, I love to use a planning tool for my Instagram. And I've been using this for years and years. So there's a few different ones on the market. Check them out, see what you like. There's one called Plan, which is P-L-A-N-N. I love it. It's by an, an Aussie woman, which I just love too. There's also Planally. There's a few different ones later. Now, what you can do and why I'm pretty much obsessed with this is that you can upload your content to these apps. So to these basically planning apps or scheduling apps, upload all your images in there and get yourself a bit sorted. So get those different photos, but 
Also, what you can do is basically you can just hold down on that image and drag it around on your screen throughout all the different images that you have there. So you can do a little bit of organization before you post in terms of, okay, cool. So I've got this photo that'll go there, this one that's gonna go there. And it helps you if you're someone, especially if you're just starting out on Instagram or you're like, right, what am I what am I doing here? Like, how do I want this to look? What, what's my combination of content I wanna do? Then I find these apps so great. And if you are quite a visual person like me, I love to see it all sitting there and kind of the visual and make sure that I've got a bit of a brand together there. So it's all looking nice before I post. Having said that, I also don't want you to think that your feed has to look perfect. It doesn't. And uh, if that's your main focus on Instagram, you're not going to go very far and it's not going to do much for your business if you're focusing overly on making sure your feed looks perfect and all the colors are absolutely spot on. You don't have to do that. And if you do, you'll probably find that the content ends up perhaps being a bit dull. So avoid using those stock photos of palm trees or pretty doors that a lot of people use and use some photos that might have been captured on your phone. That's totally cool. But like I said, I do love to use these apps just to kind of map things out a bit, upload some of my content, get a little bit organized. You can pre-write some of your captions and that just helps me when I jump in there, I see great, okay, I've got this one, which I can now post about and send it off through Instagram from there. Number two is Canva, C-A-N-V-A. I've been using this for years now and wow, it has been absolutely amazing for my business. So Canva is basically, I describe it as an online graphic design program for non-graphic designers. So you can jump in there and you can create some brilliant designs, templates, documents, this type of thing. And it's free, which is such a gift. Like we are so, so lucky. So what do I use Canva for? I use it for a lot. So when I'm in my membership and I'm creating slides, I have a template I've created in Canva with my brand colors and a bit of a layout in there. So I will just use my templates in there when I'm putting together slides for my programs. Also, if I'm doing guest speaking or running workshops, I've got my slides created in there and I can jump in and add my content, add my notes in there as well. I also use it for social media posts. So if I wanna mock up some graphics, sometimes I work with my graphic designer, other times I will just jump in there and create some different posts in there. Also, when I'm posting in my Facebook groups with my members, I love to have some graphics in there to capture attention and kind of paint the picture of what that topic is about. So again, I have some templates in there too. Now also, I use it for kind of getting all these ideas in my head down into one document. So for instance, I recently had a photo shoot. So I mapped out just in a, it didn't look great or anything, but I just mapped out to share with my photographer, right? These are kind of the different looks I want to try and capture. These are the different scenes I kind of want to paint with the photo shoot. So that really helped. I could get images from Instagram, Pinterest and add them all into a document there. So I could share that with my designer as well. If I'm doing mood boards for, for instance, our building project that we're working on, I love to use it together all those images and put them together for proposals. When I was running my agency style business, I used to use this for putting together proposals and brand documents as well. So I use it for a ton of different things. And if you haven't already, I think you will absolutely love checking it out. I know that when I get my students to start exploring it, they fall in love with it too. So I've been using it for quite a while. So I guess I kind of got in there and created some of my own templates. Nowadays, it just gets better and better. So you can actually go in 
and use one of their templates that they have. So I'm just going to read out a few so you can kind of see what they've got. So they've got Instagram story templates. So for instance, you could add your own photos, but you could change the fonts. I probably wouldn't bother to be honest, using, using it for Instagram story templates. You don't really need templates on Instagram stories. You can use it for Instagram posts. You can use it for Facebook covers. So for your Facebook page, you can use it to create Pinterest graphics too, if you're using Pinterest. You can use it to make invitations, cards, resumes, postcards, planners for the business. I'm just reading out what they've got under their templates. So you can actually create some logos in there as well. So if you're just getting started and you're like, right, I just want to, I just need a logo. You can even go in there and just create yourself a logo, business cards, invoices, proposal, presentations, flyers, posters, infographics, menus as well. I know quite a few people who have cafes, they use Canva to create their menus. If you're in the education space, They have templates for lesson plans, worksheets, certificates, uh, class schedules, and then some of them, this is interesting, they say, right, what's trending at the minute? So they have Zoom backgrounds, they have concept maps, they have uh, educational presentation greeting cards. So there are so many things in there. And I just think for us as small business owners to have something like this, where we can kind of take control of just quickly getting something together that looks kind of good and getting it out there. We're very, very lucky. So Canva, check that one out, C-A-N-V-A. You can use the free plan or if you want to upgrade, which I use, I then have, I've uploaded some logos and it's kind of saved my brand colors and that type of thing too. And you can also share, I'm not sure if this is in the paid one, but for instance, if I'm collaborating with someone, I can share my template with them or my design with them so they can jump in and edit things. And I can also share, so with some of my programs, I provide my templates that other people can use for their templates too. So I can share basically the template, they can copy it to their Canva and then go ahead and create their own based on that. So it, it I feel like it just keeps getting better and better. And um, yeah, I, I just love it. Obviously can't speak more highly of it. Number three, Zero. So I spoke about this just recently. I had Angus Capel from Zero on the podcast and we spoke about this. Any accounting software, look, it's a good idea to have. I'm a big advocate because I really think it helps you know your numbers. It gives you that power, that control to see, right, where is the business? How much is in this month? How much have I spent? What are the different things I'm spending things on? Reconcile your accounts, have an understanding of where your business is sitting. I check mine very frequently. I like to see where everything is at. And also it makes me a little bit competitive, which I like. It's like, okay, Emily, so you did this much last month or you did this much last year. Let's make more than that. Let's see how much more we can make now. It helps me show where I'm at. And then I'm like, right, let's do more. Let's do bigger. So I love it. Alrighty, number four is Gmail. Now this probably sounds pretty basic. Everyone knows Gmail. I use it as a custom domain. So really early days in my business, I set up a custom email address, I should say. So it matches my domain name for my website. So it matches my URL. So for instance, currently my URL is emilyosman.com. And so I have several email addresses for me and for my team that start with something different and then they all end in at emilyosman.com. So it's a pretty small amount that you're paying to get this and to have these custom business email addresses through Google or a different provider if you want to do that. Now, I see some discussions and people say, oh, you don't really need it. It doesn't make any difference. But I am an advocate for having a custom email address 
Depends on how big you want to take your business, I guess, but I do think it makes it look more legitimate in a way. So I am encouraging you, if you haven't already, to consider making that move to a custom email address. Now, with Gmail, a few of the things I like about it, I actually did, uh, I've mentioned previously, I did a business course. And during that, we had this expert come in who was this expert in all things Google. So I learned a lot from him in about an hour's time. That was a very good use of my time learning all these things you can do with Google for your business. And I'll get to a couple more shortly. But one of the things he said is don't even worry, don't bother with trying to move all your emails to different folders. In Gmail, you can just archive your emails once you've read them or once you've dealt with them. And then you can just search for anything you're looking for. So for people's names or for topics or that type of thing that you've discussed previously in emails. So it's just a little hack that I guess can save you time, but it's how I use Gmail. So I'll read something and then I can just archive it. Also, I like that in Gmail, I think this is a newer thing it's doing that I've noticed, but if you've sent an email a few days ago and someone hasn't responded to you, it actually brings them back up in your inbox and says, uh, you haven't had a reply, would you like to follow this up type of thing. So I think that's really smart as well. Something else you can do is set responses to send at a later time. So if you're just banging out a lot of emails, but you don't want them necessarily to send at that time, you want to schedule it for the next day, you can also do that too. So I really, really like that. And uh, it's always served me quite well using Gmail and um, my custom email addresses too. So it's something that I do recommend. And obviously we're in the emails pretty much every day. Now, leading on from that, number five is Google Drive. So you can probably tell I'm a little bit of a Google fan here. I use Google Drive for so much of my business and for collaborating with different members of my team and also for keeping organized myself. So a few ways that I use it. So Google Drive, you can have Sheets and Docs, which is like Word and Excel documents in Microsoft. So these live on the cloud. So you don't actually really need to save them. They just live on the cloud. You open them up in your internet. What I do is um, I have all those different documents and I can just start typing in my internet browser. For instance, I have one that's my podcast production schedule, which is a sheet. So like an Excel document. And I can just start typing in my um, internet browser, like Emily Osmond podcast production schedule, start typing that in and it will pop up and I can go visit that one. So I find it so quick to go and find those different documents. In that, I share that spreadsheet with obviously my amazing podcast editor, Brianna. So she has access to that one and we can collaborate in that document. I can write something and then it instantly saves, save, sorry, and she can go and check that out and see what I've done in there. And then also my VA as well. So she can see where we're at. So everyone can access that. There's no saving files and emailing them to each other, which again is a time saver and it just is smarter because you're not relying on old versions that you're working of. So we can all collaborate on the same document. Some of the other things I use it for, I have like my just my big whip document, which is all my key details for my business and some of the key links and passwords and codes, uh, like color codes for my branding and all that type of thing that I just, it all lives in the one place. So I have everything there. And then I also more recently, I've just been trying different ways, what works for me to keep on top of my to-do list. And so I've recently been using one, um, just a Google Doc, and I have it open pretty much all the time. It just kind of sits there in my menu, like Emily's notes. And in there, I have my to-do list. And so once I've done something, I can just delete it. And it's just, it's just really simple, just some dot points in there. 
and it keeps me on track. Like, right, Emily, these are the key things you have to get done today. So I quite like using that one too. So yeah, like I said, I use Google Drive every single day with the different documents, the different sheets, whether it's for myself, for my own organization, and then also for sharing things with my team. Also my uh, customer service manager, we have a document, for instance, that we will start sharing or creating some responses to frequently asked questions too. So she can pop them in there. I can jump in and just tweak things if I want them to be worded differently, or I can add in some more details and that type of thing. So I find it really, really powerful. Number six, Kajabi. You've probably heard about me talk about this one before. It's called K-A-J-A-B-I. This is what I use to run my online programs. And I have a lot of people asking me what I use. So it's called Kajabi. Now I use it. Basically, you can set up your online programs in there and people will have a login link that they can go in and then access your programs. I love that it will also remember where they're up to. So you can go back in. It will say, hey, pick up where you left off and take uh, take you back to the latest training that you did. Also, I use Kajabi for things like landing pages, opt-in pages. You can set all of those ones up and for my CRM. So all my contacts are in there, all my email list and all my members, all their email addresses are in there and I can see different things. So for instance, if someone's on my email list, I can see when they joined, I can see what emails they've been sent, I can see some of their activity. With my members, I can also see, okay, this is how long they've been a member for, this is what programs they have access to, this is their progress so far and all this type of thing. So it's so, so powerful. And I've discussed this before, but it can put some people off because it's in a way pricey versus other subscription programs, but it's just been absolutely amazing with what it's been, what it's been able to allow me to do for my business in terms of just the simplicity of it, the power of it, and having so much integrated in the one place. So if you want to check it out, I have a link, which is going to give you 28 days free. And it's also going to guide you along how to actually set up Kajabi and get started on there too. So if you would like to test it out, go to emilyosmond.com forward slash tools. So T-O-O-L-S and you can check out that link. And my intention is also to add a few different links in there for different tools that I use too. So I should get to work on that one. Anyway, that is Kajabi and I love it and I recommend it for those looking to create online programs. Number seven, airdrop. Does anyone else do this? I find myself doing this pretty much every day when I have files or photos on my, or even videos on my phone, or I have things on my laptop and I want to send them to myself. I used to always message them to myself through Facebook messenger. And then someone mentioned that you could do this thing called airdrop. And I feel as though maybe that's a Mac thing, but then maybe there's something, an alternative if you don't use Apple products, But what you can do is I just say, for instance, I've got a podcast promotion image that I have on my desktop. My designer sent it to me. Then what I can do is just go share, airdrop and send it to my phone. So I find myself sending photos and probably because I'm in the social media space, I have photos kind of everywhere that I'm using for different things, sharing in my Facebook groups, sharing screenshots from my phone that I then want to email people. But I find AirDrop, I'm using that a lot and I just find, oh, so easy, so much easier than trying to email myself things between different devices as well. Number eight is Stripe. 
So this is what I use for payments for my programs. I have, again, quite a few people asking what, what I use for this. There's things like PayPal that you can use as well. Stripe was the one that I guess integrates and is kind of recommended when you're using Kajabi. And I found it find it really, really helpful. So Stripe, again, you can see all your customers' data in there just in terms of how long have they been a customer with you for different payments have they gone through have they failed you can see when their next payment is due you can send invoices to them reminders through their receipts that type of thing and it's something that I have access to and one of my team members have access to if we have any issues if we have to do refunds if we have to try people's cards again if they've said yep can you please try again I've put money in that account that type of thing it's something that we use and I also really like I think they could have more analytics and I know they're working on it but the analytics they have and they're pretty good too. So you can start seeing, for instance, if you run a membership, what your monthly recurring revenue is at a glance in Stripe. I have the app on my phone too, and I like to see, okay, so this is where I'm sitting for this month. You can use zero for that as well, but I also use Stripe. So I just jump on there and I'm like, okay, cool. So these are the payments that have come in today. Oh, great. And it tells you if you have a new client or customer and they've paid and you can see that pop in, in your Stripe as well. So I love to use that. And I mentioned to my members recently that I write down what my revenue is every day. And it's a practice I learned from Denise Duffield Thomas, who was recently on my podcast. You can go have a listen to that one. Now, don't think this is some sort of accounting or financial advice or anything like that, but it's something that I've started doing and I quite like it. I find it works well for me. So just every day I just jot down what I see comes up in my Stripe account, or if I've had any other invoices come through in zero, and I just write that down because I have a goal for my annual revenue. And I break this down to my uh, monthly revenue, my weekly and my daily. And obviously the daily is going to fluctuate quite a lot, but it kind of keeps me on track. I'm like, right, Emily, that was way below where you need to be. Let's keep working. Let's, let's like put something into action for this. Because at the end of the day with your business, you do need to be focusing on where the money is coming from and what you are doing to bring that one in. So that's a practice I like to do. Just jot down. Okay, cool. That was a good day. Let's pop that one down. And if it's not a good day, it kind of, you can't escape that and you can't avoid it and you can't just refuse to look at it because you've, you're have you into the practice of writing it down each day. So I use my Stripe generally. I have a look right at the end of the day, what's come in today. And I write that down and it's just a simple note in my phone. It's nothing fancy. It's no um, app or anything. I just write down the day and then what's come in for that day. And I know a few of my students have started doing it and um, I've quite enjoyed that too. Number nine, Squarespace. So this is a website builder and I'm so thankful I found this quite a few years ago now. I built my first website myself using Wix and I know quite a lot of people use Wix. I know it's probably changed a bit from back then, but I'm still not a huge fan. And so I do like to recommend Squarespace. Now, if you have an online store with lots of products and basically your main business is e-commerce, I would look at something like Shopify. I think they're really the leader in that. If you are in more the service-based space, you can set yourself up. Now you do have to have a little bit of a design eye, absolutely. But if you've got that and you're willing to put in a little bit of time, you can set up a beautiful Squarespace website for yourself. They have some great templates. You can swap out the text and the colors and the images too and get started on there. Or you can work with, there's so many brilliant designers, website designers. If you if you want recommendations, just reach out. I have a lot in my space that I can recommend you to um, who can create you 
beautiful websites in Squarespace. Now, a reason that I like it, I also have a website on WordPress too, and WordPress is great and it's super powerful, but if you are DIYing, I would go for Squarespace over WordPress more so. And also, in terms of the managing it yourself and updating content, swapping over images, I personally think Squarespace is more simple for that one. So it's something to keep in mind for sure. And I am in my Squarespace website editing that quite a lot, just swapping over links that I'm linking out to or different bits of text and that type of thing. Having said that, I do have a new website being built and we're using a very cool platform that I can't wait to share with you. But my heart will always be with Squarespace. It's something that has served me really, really well for my business, being able to have my own website on there, being able to jump in there, swap things over, manage it. And when I was offering website design, we did a lot of Squarespace websites as well. They just are so beautiful, so intuitive, so give you that modern, clean look and have great templates if you're wanting to test out something and get started on there. All right, number 10, probably no mistake, probably something that everyone knows the the name of now, and that is Zoom. Z-O-O-M, Zoom. I haven't used Skype a lot, especially in recent years. I believe they're quite similar. Anyway, I use Zoom frequently in my business. When I'm doing podcast interviews, I meet my guests on my Zoom room. So we meet in there, I can see them on the camera and it's really nice. It's kind of, it's the closest feeling to actually being there in person with them. So I love to use it for that one too. And then I run some group calls for my members as well over Zoom. So we can all jump on and I can see their beautiful faces and they can get on the audio and chat with me and ask me questions as well. So I like to use that one, but I've also used it in my personal life too. So for instance, with friends, we sometimes use Zoom, especially during these times when you can't be with people in person, use that for different meetings as well. So I find that really, really good. And again, it's Something that's not a huge amount per month if you want to upgrade. I think the free one caps you out at about 40 minutes and I've fallen, I've kind of been bitten by that one when I was running a masterclass for my members for the first time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's it's gonna run out in about two minutes time. So if you want longer than that, or I think if you want more people on the on the Zoom, you have to upgrade, but you can get started for free. And that's something else I didn't mention when I'm running masterclasses. The ability to have people that you can jump on and chat with from all over the world using something like Zoom. I just think we are so fortunate. The the opportunities, the tools, the technology that we have now to be able to do these things, let's make the most of them and figure out how we can use them for our business. So Zoom is something that I love to use. I use it frequently. I use it when I'm um, chatting with people, like I said, for the podcast. If I'm doing meetings with different consultants, we often will jump on Zoom and just chat on there rather than phone calls. You can kind of see each other. That works quite well. If I'm doing coaching as well, sometimes I do it over Zoom and also for bringing guests into my programs too. We, we use Zoom and then we can stream that into our Facebook group too, which is really, really cool. So something that I use frequently. So let's cap those off. So the first one was an Instagram planning app. So something like Planoly or Plan, just to map out your content, get yourself a bit organized. And if you're someone like me that loves the visuals, you can really kind of pre-plan that all out with the different images and textiles and that type of thing. I find it really fun to do. Number two was Canva. So graphic design program, check that one out and go look at the templates. You'd be surprised how many different ones there are in there. Even if you want to do invites, you can do them in there too. Number three, zero or or an accounting software. I just think if you're building a business, it's something that you should really be looking at having in place. Number four, Gmail or just a custom 
email address custom domain and also having a look at the different tools that are available in that email server as well in that email provider seeing what it can do for you to so you can kind of use it easily i'm oh my gosh i don't have all these hundreds of emails something else i should throw in here too is a tool i think it still works i know that i think there were some boundaries maybe being put in place with it but called unroll and you can enter your email address and kind of log in into Unroll and it will help you very easily unsubscribe if you're getting a whole lot of emails that you no longer want to receive from different newsletters. But also in Gmail, you can set a filter so that you can actually move all emails that have the word unsubscribe in it, which email newsletters must have, they must give you the ability to unsubscribe. You can move all those emails into like a promotions folder or you could just search your inbox, just search in Gmail for unsubscribe and then go through if there's any you want to unsubscribe from, all those ones that pop up too. Number five, Google Drive. So I use Google Sheets and Google Docs all the time, every day in my business for myself and for sharing with my team and getting tasks done and staying across what we're all up to. Kajabi, like I said, love and use it for my online programs. Go to my link and you can test that one out for about a month for free, which is awesome. So you can actually get yourself set up, start making some money and then you can pay for Kajabi, go to emilyosmond.com forward slash tools and send me a message because I do teach about creating online programs and scaling them too in my program called Scalable. So come and have a chat with me on Instagram if you want to find out more about that one. Number seven, AirDrop. Oh my gosh, just saves me so much time sending files back and forward. Uh, Number eight, Stripe. So the provider that I use for payments for my business. Number nine, Squarespace. My heart is with it. I love it for creating beautiful websites. And number 10, Zoom, which the world now knows. (laughs) So I hope that was of interest. I hope that was helpful. If you haven't already, make sure you enter the competition because it is closing midnight on the 27th to win a free membership to my coaching group, the Modern Marketing Collective, and also a beautiful hamper, an entrepreneurial pick-me-up hamper from the afternoon pick me up. Just leave a review in Apple Podcast and make sure you include your name or business name or Instagram handle so I can find you if you win. All right, that's it for me. Speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Emily Osmond Show brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.